welcome. Please stand by. As an artist, traveling at 17,500 miles per hour while riding the International Space Station, all I can say is spectacular. A typical visitor to the station needs several degrees in meteorology, astronomy, physics, and a good sense of microgravity environments. Being a failed art student loaded down with loans, all I needed was a few million in Bitcoin and a team of lawyers to swoop in on a NASA junk sale. When I read that NASA was going broke as a lead in space exploration and pivoting to a consulting company about space exploration, I saw an opportunity to create a once-in-a-lifetime art installation. A way to rival those builders of the Tower of Babel and that guy who froze a shark in a block of chemicals. After the ink dried and I had a receipt of sale, I first started by handing over the steering wheel so that my agreement to crash into the Pacific Ocean remained solid and erasing all chance of me backing out. Then I did a thorough cleaning of the capsule itself as the previous occupants left a mess. And after 24 hours of throwing out broken beakers, a few cracked helmets, moldy K-rations, a rusted treadmill, several condoms, and crushed beer cans, it eventually was all sucked out into the vacuum of space, serving as my prologue, becoming a flaming ball of symbolism, a once-in-a-lifetime artistic statement that would travel the globe and then disappear in a matter of moments, never to be reused for commercial purposes or somehow trapped in a stuffy museum. Now as part of my purchase, NASA threw in mission control, the former heartbeat and human tether for when astronauts visited the station. And part of that purchase included computer scientists, five mathematic engineers with minors in physics, string theory, and quantum probability, and a lead communications expert with decades of project management capabilities. I immediately fired them all and brought in my own team of my business manager, who went to night school in marketing, a DJ with several spin tables operating at multiple speeds, a social media influencer, so there was no question the global army of children would see this event as a like. And leading me through my descent would be a former nightclub owner that dealt various amounts of cannabis on the side and had decades of experience talking down individuals from high dose THC situations. And being that the international governments distanced themselves from any potential blowback, I had to take it upon myself to make my own spacesuit, which was three layers of snow parkas from the 1970s that were covered in duct tape, and a pair of heavy construction jeans with lead and tinfoil chaps securely bolted on. And I couldn't forget the ski boots encased in cement blocks. I threw out my Pyrex motorcycle helmet and ended up keeping one of the cracked space gear left behind. And of course, before I left the planet, I went on several podcasts stating my artistic intentions, that the fact that it took more than 10 years to build this lonely monolith 
hanging in low Earth orbit, and that this achievement, a testament of engineering, would take as little as 24 hours before it ceased to exist, no traces left behind. It was what I considered a living metaphor to the awfulness of consumer culture that gobbles up and destroys creativity everywhere. Of course, my appearances went viral, and the corporate press attacked me as a whack job while being jealous that I completely bypassed them during my press junket. And people of the internet said no one was keeping me here and get the hell out. Which, of course, I was going to be doing anyway, as it was the only way to get to the space station. And as I lifted off, the media said I was escaped justice, and the people of the internet celebrated another win as they called me a planet shamer. And very, very soon I will begin skimming the Earth, strapped on top, surfing outside, my feet secured to the station. As I burn up in re-entry at 7.8 kilometers per second, and the glowing embers are beginning to ignite on my jacket, my shoes melting through the metal shielding I'm standing on, all of it matching the quickly rising temperatures I feel. And my manager just made $500 million off my NFT, which is a photo of me taken through a telescope. And I can still hear house techno music booming through my headset. And shouting above it all is the former nightclub manager telling me it's going to be A-OK -okay and to just keep breathing. And here I am, atop my 980,000 pound, 73 meter long homage. An homage to the artists of Earth, a giant flaming ball that represents 98% of them and what they experience on a daily basis. A thing called failure. It's a fiery comet, followed by burnout, and eventually ending up being forgotten. All of it into dust. This has been an episode of the Flypaper Podcast. Music provided by Black Ferns at blackfernsmusic.com. Please help elevate this podcast. Leave a review. Until next time, stand by. <laughs>